Hello and welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings toward our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. There, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I am Chicky. I am uh, uh, Chikrin on Tumblr, um, and today I am joined by Devin. Hey, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. And Kama. Hi, I'm Kama, and you can find me at the-real-comma-splice on Tumblr. Um, and today we are discussing Davos's first chapter in um, A Storm of Swords. I am going to go ahead and throw out a trigger warning for suicidal thoughts because this whole chapter is one. Um, and I probably, <laughs> you quick. know, yeah. <laughs> they probably before we start. Yes. Well, well so uh, some background or behind the scenes, we do three of these at a time, and I think we say that every few episodes or so. Is anybody else's John's chapter before their Davos chapter? Because we're doing John, Davos, and Arya today. My John chapter comes before Davos in the book. And, like, I was so, like, earlier when I was like, wait a minute, did I read what I was supposed to read? Yes. My John 1 comes before Davos 1. Dude, what? It was John, Danny, and then I get Davos. What printing do you have? I... (laughs) That must be worth something. What is that? This is... See, I get... I'm not even have... seeing it. But yeah, it's so weird. That's interesting. I have print copies, but they're in the other room. But usually when I do the prep for this, I just borrow the ebook from the library. And mine were in the right order. This is 2011. Yeah, this was 2011. Wow. When I have printed. I yeah, I do I do e-copies. I do the Apple books, Apple iBooks e-copies. And I have Tyrion before Davos. That's wild. Well, hey, uh here here's a question. Any listeners, do you know what Devin's copy of the Sword of Swords is worth because this must be something special? See, my first Tyrion chapter is right after Arya's. What? Arya, yeah, Tyrion. Yeah, Sansa. I think I think I think yeah, I have. Yeah, that's right. Arya's after Tyrion's after Sansa. I mean, after <coughs> Arya, but then I got Sansa, John, Danny. Yeah, I think and, mine and goes Davos. Ar- I have Arya, Tyrion, Davos. How crazy! Oh, wow. Yeah, I have a so I have a Sansa and a John chapter before Davos. Well, yeah, you got to check on this. That might be worth money. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe you'd finally get something out of your time in a Song of Ice and Fire fandom, Devin. Maybe, <laughs> like a five hundred dollar copy maybe. of the book. <laughs> so yeah, just I was just wondering if anyone else had that. No, that's that's interesting. That's the most interesting thing that we found in our reread yet. I feel like. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I have to look into it now. So Davos opens up. Of course, this is following. Uh, this is kind of in a way immediately following the Battle of the Blackwater, although it's kind of tough to tell. Do you guys have a sense how long this has been, that he's been stuck on this deserted little island that he's on? It 
feels like he thinks it's forever, but I don't know. Yeah, it feels like weeks, at least. Yeah, because, and so we, we even got a question about that. Cardinal Girl 75 on Discord asks, how long um, do you suppose Davos was on that rock? How much longer could he have survived? And how likely is it that Salador Sun ship was the first one that came by if much time had passed? So, yeah, I and I also have no clue how long he's supposed to have been there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it definitely feels like a long time. It definitely in like more. It's definitely more than a month, maybe maybe a couple of months. It's It's been a good stretch. Um, it's interesting, actually. I feel like the best way to open it is to just read the first sentence of the chapter, which is um, he watched the sale grow for a long time, trying to decide whether he would sooner live or die. So he's been stuck on this rock, and it is a barren rock in um, uh, what is it, Blackwater Bay? Is that what this is? Um, alone. Uh, barely surviving on rainwater and like sashimi crab, basically, for for long enough to have questioned like basically everything about his life is the best way to put it. He's a he's a little suicidal here. He's got a fever. Um, he's not not in not in great shape mentally or physically is I guess the best way to put it. Um, and he's thinking back over the fact that he's lost all four of the the sons that he had with him at the the battle of the blackwater um and he's kind of trying to come to terms with you know survivor's guilt basically like why am i the one who is alive which is pretty it's pretty heartbreaking it's a it's a pretty overwhelming loss uh, especially when we're trying to see him just kind of deal with it in one chapter um I don't know. Do, do you guys think it's realistic that he even could mentally overcome losing four kids at one time? Or I mean, people do. It's just brutal. And he's got all that physical turmoil as well. Um, which, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you... Yeah. It's... yeah I, I think if he didn't have somewhere at the moment, I think if he didn't have somewhere to put it, like, because he's putting all that into getting to Melisandre and killing her. I think if he didn't have that, I mean, we would definitely probably see a lot different Davos at this point, if even he was still alive. Yeah. Because you you also kind of get the sense that he's, and I mean, I think he he says it in the chapter, thinks that that he stayed alive this long, like, to kill her. Like, that's, that's what he's doing now. Yeah. Well, yes, he we we kind of do see him slowly coalesce some purpose uh toward the end. Um in the middle, I like how he is questioning uh whether this is punishment from the seven for abandoning them, for abandoning his his gods and uh following Stannis into this Relore camp. Not that he was ever a believer in Relore, but he certainly was um going along with Stannis who is who is <laughs> Is is definitely has definitely got one foot in the cult camp. I mean, Stannis likes the magic, if nothing else, that comes with R'hllor. Um it, You don't see George really get into the religious questioning much, but this is this is kind of one of those moments where I think that's kind of realistic that you might, you know, especially in in a society like this one, kind of question, you know, did I piss off the gods? Well, I mean, that happens. You think about it. I mean, people are always like that expression there's no atheists in foxholes like you 
you know, you say you don't believe or you're not that religious and then something happens and then there's that superstitious part that kicks in or that guilt or what if you're wrong? Yeah. Yeah. And which, which seems to be uh, some of what he's dealing with um, in the middle of this chapter. Um, so much so that, you know, he's he's not sure that he even wants to hail the ship that he's finally seeing. And he talks a little bit about we kind of get a little bit more of his background as a smuggler that he's on this this rock, which is one of several rocks. that's just basically a peak jutting up in the bay. And it's not somewhere that any I think he said honest sailors go. He He's like, this is somewhere that only occasionally a smuggler <laughs> wanders into. So he sees this ship and I think he he on some level knows that it's probably, you know a smuggler and it turns out to be a salad or sand ship that he can tell by the markings on it. Um, and as they approach, they, they're, someone calls out to him from the boat. They're like, you know, you know, who are you? Who's there? And, you know, he's, he has to, you know, make the choice to say that he was Stannis's guy. Um, and I feel like that's really a moment too, um, where he's, he's kind of like, you know, affirming that he he is still Stannis's man but maybe not in a way that he was Stannis's man before I don't know do you guys think that there's a deeper meaning with that I think maybe not I think it is a commitment I think he's maybe he doesn't realize it's a you know the commitment it is but I feel that he's like okay he's still the guy um Gotta go, gotta go serve Stannis again. Well, he also is thinking about his wife and his remaining children that he needs to. Yeah. He does have a reason to live. And uh, also, obviously, he is resolving to solve Stannis's problems, which he has pretty much decided is Melisandre. Um, did we have any mail in this chapter, Devin? Yes, we did. Um, so, Green Mountain Woman on Reddit, um, Davos, like Brienne, is one of the few good characters we are given, and he is older and less naive than she is. She idolizes, idealizes Renly, and he idealizes Stannis. Why does he seemingly refuse to consider Stannis's responsibility for what Melisandre does? I mean, I, I don't know that, that Stannis is responsible. I mean, yes, in a sense that he's empowered, he's given her, like, sanction to, to act in a certain way. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, she's doing stuff on her own. I mean, I, I, I question, like, a lot of the things she does. It's not like she and Stannis are having this in-depth conversation where she's laying out exactly what she's going to do and all the pros and cons. I mean, I don't get that sense from her and it's not like he's, you know, giving informed consent. I mean, did, did she really, you know, lay out what was the downside of the shadow baby or what was, you know, all of these decisions that she's made. And I don't think Stannis or I'm sorry, Davos has it in him to, I mean, I, I firmly believe that he loves Stannis in at least a platonic way, if not more. And I don't know if he has it in him <laughs> to um, to go there. To blame Stannis? Yeah. 
which I think he'd have to do to ask those questions. And I don't think he's got it. Like sometimes you just don't have the mental or um, emotional reserves to open a door like that. Well, what I find most interesting about this is that, that Davos can blame himself for his own role. I mean, he he's mad at himself in this chapter for the fact that he helped Melisandre birthing her shadow baby that killed Renly. He, he's, he blames himself for that. And it is funny how he can't blame Stannis, though. Like, Stannis has... Stannis is a victim of Melisandre almost in his mind or something. I'm not really sure. Um, but I, I think that's part and parcel of the same thing. Like he's sort of thrown his everything, <laughs> including his children into following Stannis. And yeah. he can question his own decisions because that's like less, think psychologically damaging than going in and questioning like you know it's easier okay I did it wrong or I made the wrong choice or whatever but like to to say like like your own personal thing like you know I I did the wrong thing but he's been following this guy it's sort of like people who okay I can't believe I'm equating this with um modern political stuff but like um people don't want to make they don't want to blame they don't want to accept that somebody out there like that they're following could be wrong because it just it just opens so many it's a can of worms so they double down so i think he's willing to blame melisandra he's willing to blame himself but he can't he can't commit to um to like saying stannis is wrong well, maybe part of the, the underlying uh, thread there is, in some ways, Stannis is Davos's true religion. I mean, he believes in Stannis in a way that is, at times, almost faith-like. Um, you know, Stannis saved him in his mind. And from, you know, from being a, a lower-born smuggler, Stannis quite literally in Davos's opinion, plucked him out of, you know, his former life and gave him and his children a chance at, at something completely different and new. And I think maybe there's a miraculous element of that in Davos's man- mind. I don't know. Just riffing. We're, we're talking about faith stuff here, so... Uh, any any other mail for this one? Um, yes, there is one more piece of mail, but I've happened to find uh, more to this discovery that we were having at the beginning of the chapter that my book is different. My Davos chapter has Edric Storm, Shireen, the whole thing. It's what Davos one and mine is Davos one and two. Because when you stopped and asked for mail, I was like, wait, there's so much more left. What book do you have? Mine is Davos. It's it's the first two Davos chapters. Because mine ends with, um, I can't think of the fella's name, but that tells him, you know, see them. He's come to kill Melisandre, um, Sir Axel, that guy. Um, Yeah, that's where mine ends. So it's Davos 1 and 2. Wow. What the fuck have you got? (laughs) 
2011 edition. Um, that's yeah. Do you have like the British printing or was it different than the U.S.? Uh, I know they they split Storm right like in the U.K. Version. No, you'd know if you had a split version. What the fuck have you got? I have no clue, but this is very interesting. Talk about religious experiences. <laughs> That's what Devin's having right now. Wow. But yeah, mine is definitely the first two chapters. So, and well, so in y'all's chapter, Salador San was the actual sh- ship that picked him up, right? It's, it's, we don't see Salador San, but um, the markings on the ship Davos recognizes as being Salador's. See, the who picks Davos up in mind isn't Salador. He's another Lysini pirate, Corhane Thathmantes, whatever the fuck that means. I think that's that, whose ship it is. That might and be he, whose and, ship it is. Okay, so that's like... That I don't know. Yeah, it's just that it's one of, you know, Salador has a lot of ships. One of, okay. And yeah. yeah. And so... But yeah, okay. and then that guy Devin. takes them to Salador. But yeah, this is odd. Devin, before Elon Musk completely kills Twitter, we gotta go on Twitter and ask what this version is. Somebody's gotta know. Somebody's gotta know what it is that you've got your I hands on here. Cause, yeah, because I have no clue, and I'm just figuring this out in real time. So, Fuck. yeah. Um. So, yeah, we... <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I love. I love that we've or, been oh, every every time excited. we've talked. Every time we've ever talked to Devin about a storm of swords, he might have been talking about a different book than the rest of us. Is my favorite part of this whole story. <laughs> <laughs> There's no telling what I'm reading. This is like, what chapters. I, ah, this is. Years ago, I was in a book club and we decided to read a play, and it was a Chekhov play, who I'm not familiar with really, and. Um, we were all like having these really intense debates and like not agreeing at all about the lines or anything else. And then <laughs> we discovered as one of us went to quote, someone's like, well, that's not in my, my version. We oh had, God. Like five of us had five different translations. Oh, wow. oh God. <laughs> it really makes a huge difference. So. <laughs> well, this is something. Yeah, so whoever knows what version <laughs> I have, let us know. Please. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm like thinking through, I know that there are some different versions, but I don't remember there being anything different with Storm, but it's been a long time since uh, I've dug into any of that. Who, so who do y'all have after Davos? Uh, let me look. Was that, was that the Sansa that I read? Let me pull up, let me pull up Libby. No, no, John. John immediately follows yeah, Davos. Yeah, I did. Or no, no, no. I have Davos. No, no, I have Sansa and then John. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. What? I have Davos, Jamie, Tyrion. What? Like what? Ja- what Jamie? What Jamie chapter? I have Jamie too, right after Davos. What? This is like, nuts. Jamie's and not until like the eleventh, I think, or ninth. And Arya too. This what is- on earth? I wonder if you have an arc or something. Oh, that would like be like a, a review copy. We got to see this thing. We got to we got to take this. We got to take this to Elon Musk's Twitter <laughs> and find out what the fuck it is. Oh yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Um, but we do have one more piece of mail. 
Um, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, actually, I have two more. So, Buckle Hair on Discord. Um, they asked, does Dallas's rebirth through salt and smoke mean anything? He's a ham. Uh, I don't know. I've I've heard this before. Is Davos the you know involved in Azor High or something? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I I kind of think not. I mean, sometimes it's just like, does George even realize the parallels that he makes to his own prophecies? I'm not sure. This is like there was that meme where you could just go to um, Azor High. It, it's it's not working on Google anymore, but you could go in and there'd be like all of these people. That would show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a Zora high. No, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it means anything. Um, other than yeah, he's a ham. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our last piece of mail. Um, that was all the mail about <clears throat> the chapter, and this is the general um, comment question. Um, a stranger giving the strange welcome on Tumblr. Hi, ladies and gents. Yeah, ladies and gents. I just wanted to update you on some Jamie and Brianne Sills in my life. So my flatmate is doing a biology PhD studying same-sex behaviors and crickets. He has 980 videos to watch of two crickets put in the same little box, and he records their, their behaviors. They are basically either angry behaviors or horny behaviors. He has taken to naming the crickets to make the videos a bit more fun to analyze. So, of course, I had him name a duo, Jamie and Brienne. It will take a few few weeks for him to to get to watch their specific video, but I will keep you all updated as to the results. Is the bang that was promised fated fated to be between Cricket Jamie (laughs) and Cricket and Brienne after all? Only time will tell. Also, he's got maybe like 400 Cricket names so far, so if you would like to see any more iconic a song of ice and fire ships or any other names, honestly, <laughs> or any other names, honestly, like he needs names, please suggest them. face off in cricket form. Let me know. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously Stannis and Davos should be a pair, but now I want to know, are the Jamie and Brienne crickets going to fight or are they going <laughs> to, are they gonna, yeah. or both? At Maybe both. both. Both is probably both fitting. Is So yeah, and that was our last piece of mail. That's great. That's that's a great piece of mail. Um, we love to hear from our listeners. So if you have um, information about <laughs> Devin's hopefully very valuable um, copy of A Storm of Swords, or if you have any other questions or comments, um, you can always write to us at close the door and come You can reach us at Gmail. I think that's at close the door and at gmail.com. That sounds right. Uh, something like that. Uh, and for the moment, we are at, <laughs> what is it, Door Podcast on Twitter? Yes. And as always, we love having yeah. uh, your support on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash close the door. Um, and if there are no other comments from the crew, I am closing the door. Get out.